And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. It was very good. Hello, seven days listeners. Here we are. Welcome another back. Another episode, Shush. They're coming out quick. Another one. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> Get ready. They're coming out whether you're <laughs> ready, ready or not. We're basically like when you shop at Audi and then you have to get to the end and have to pack <laughs> all your stuff. We're just throwing episodes at people. They've got to put them in their bags. Hey, They're uh, just catching them with their bags. Hey, Shush, do you want to tell everyone who is with us today? I mean, they'll see it in the title, oh. but maybe you can expand oh, yeah. a tiny bit for them. Well, I was about to say, you'll never believe who we've got, <laughs> but if you've read the title, you probably will believe. Yeah. Uh, well, we have another returning guest. Yes. Returning guest from season one, Whoa. episode one. The very first person please. for seven days very that we first. ever had. That's, it. That's <laughs> right. It is the one, the only, Derek. Yay! Right, Derek. Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Just to set the scene for everyone listening. Me and Derek are sitting in a room zooming to shush and yeah. we have sparkling water on a table. Coffee. We've just been delivered coffee. The sun's shining. The windows are open. So, Derek, if you don't deliver today, there is something seriously <laughs> wrong. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We've set it up for success here. Yeah, haven't we just? So, Derek, as you're aware, because you've been on this podcast before, yep. we're going to do some silly questions and we want you to answer them. All right. How do, do you it. feel about that? Yep, I'm, I'm prepared. All right. It's a fast five, it's a fast five, it's a fast five. It's a fast five, it's a ooh, fast First question five. is, what's your favourite scent? Oh. 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 oh, Dave, this is such a good question, Shush. He's such a scent <laughs> legit, guy. Legit. Like, okay, so <laughs> I've got a collection of colognes and I, I'm I'm so full on about smells. Like, they, okay. they, I... I I feel like you have to sort of curate yourself during the, like in the morning. Like, so I, I put on a, a cologne that sets my intention and mood for the day. Like legit. But I run, I run in the mornings and uh, I actually run to the corner of where we are having this podcast. Like I actually tap the post outside here and run back home. It's five kilometers. But there is a smell that I run past uh, every day and it, it smells, it, it's, it's a blossom. It's like a weird sort of kind of a European honeydew blossom or something. (laughs) And whenever I smell that, it just, seriously, it's it's top shelf. I always (laughs) feel like I'm going to have an excellent day. And then my wife bought a shampoo that has the same (gasps) smell. So when I wash my hair, I just, you know, it it is absolutely amazing. The best thing ever. So it's like this European honeydew flower smell. Apart from Creed Aventus and uh, <laughs> Amouage Beach Hut and uh, uh, Tom Ford, uh, I think it's it's Tuscan leather. That's mm, really good. That's a good one. Mm, actually, just I'm gonna wipe the drool from my chin. <laughs> <laughs> but Do I love have... good smells. Oh, that's so. I didn't really know how that question was gonna go oh, when I asked it, but I, I legit, clearly well, asked it to the best person. Yeah. I I do wedding photography, so I. I actually uh, know a lot of female colognes by scent. So when I bump into someone, <laughs> even if I don't know them, I go, ah, you're wearing Chloe. And like they sort of like freak out a bit and like going, yeah, 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 yeah stalker. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, so I, I'm really into I'm really into scent. Mm. Really That's into scent. You can't tell. Can't tell at all. <laughs> you can't tell. Can't tell. <laughs> Can you it's tell? It's not like when today? we go out for coffee and you just stop everyone and tell them what they're wearing. Like, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't tell. All right, yeah. second question. All right, this is oh, this is kind of a cop out because it's like three questions in one. But three people, dead or alive, dinner. Who are they? Three people, dead or alive, dinner. All right, there's one guy. Uh, called H.R. Rookmarker. Uh, I think he's a Dutch guy. He wrote uh, a book on modern art and death of a culture. And it was one of the first significant books that I'd ever read. And I was so impacted by how he analyzed modern culture in a Christian perspective and how it basically was falling apart at the seams. And he just sort of walks through about this sort of Christ journey that artists... uh, should have an intent to create not not in a religious sort of art way but in in a in a lifestyle that just represents who they are way and i remember getting to the end of the book absolutely transformed by this book and then reading that he died in the 70s or something i was i was devastated i was going to write him a letter and everything (laughs) hr rookmarker amazing guy yep um was that just one or three? Three. <laughs> oh, jeepers. So this isn't a fast one. You'll five, get right? to have yeah, two go. more people. Yeah, you get two more. Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, who else? You're not allowed to say Jesus. <laughs> That's the cop-out <laughs> well, answer. Isn't he alive and we have dinner with him all the time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. Uh, who else? Who else? I don't know. That's the that's the guy that just jumps in my head. You can keep Don't one. need anyone One's else. fine. You don't need anyone else. That's all right. fine. Look him up. Rook marker. I think it's two, two A's in there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if Derek did have three people, he doesn't care about the other two. He's yeah, like, even right. if they're there, like, I'm not paying attention to you. I don't care. I'm just care Death about Death of Rook- a Culture book. Yeah. Rookmeyer. Look yeah. it up. Rookmeyer. All right, cool. Done. Good answer. Very good. Very good. Uh, okay. Are you a morning shower person or a night shower person? Morning shower. Morning Absolutely. Shower. Yeah. Yep. Probably goes with the whole running in the morning thing. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do. I do an afternoon shower really, like, rarely. Afternoon. Interesting. I'm a bath person as well. A bath cures everything. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Absolutely everything. Couldn't agree more. (laughs) Uh, All right. Next one. I've catered this specifically to you. So you're going to really love this one, all right? I'm excited. So Desert Island. Ooh. Desert Island Sport. (laughs) (laughs) You have to pick one. Oh, far out. What do I? I would choose every sport as long as I wasn't on the island. <laughs> yeah. All right. So if you could put the sport on the island and then I got rescued and leave them there, I'm not a sport guy. I just oh, right, like, right. leave them, forget about them, bury them. Uh, I'm just, yeah. I don't follow okay. sport. Someone was telling me the other day, um, oh, you know, how awesome is so and so, you know, sport on, on channel, whatever's. And I'm going, I, I don't understand why you'd watch sport. What What's. Th- I don't get it. Like, wouldn't you want to do it? <laughs> Why watch it if you know you can do it? And if I don't want to do it, I'm not going to be interested in, in watching it. Mm. Uh, so I, I don't, I don't do sport. I'm sorry. Look, it's flawed, but there, there is a little joke that Derek just doesn't do sport because it's the one thing he can't actually I was be the to best say, at. Derek, like he's so best good at everything. everything. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's why. So that's why I brought that up. Sorry, listeners. That was a little bit of an inside joke, but at least you got to know more about him. That's true. To be honest, I didn't really get it at first. I was like, why are we laughing so much? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I get it. I get it. Uh, Which brings us to our final question. (gasps) This comes from Darren. Thank you, Darren, for sending in your question. Um, Darren has been an avid listener for seven days. Of course he has. Avid listener. What a classic. (laughs) Um, And he says, pineapple on pizza. Yes 
or no? No. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Oh, thank you, Derek. Honestly, Australian pizza is... Terrible. Uh, it's it's like putting a wet dish sponge on your on your, uh, <laughs> on your on your food. Like when I was in Papua New Guinea uh, a couple of years ago, their pineapple was amazing, mm. crisp, tangy, and it just mm. it like disappeared like fairy floss in your mouth. Mm. Unbelievable. <laughs> I still wouldn't put that on a pizza though. Yeah, that's. You, I'm with you. I'm that meme who, when I see a pineapple on pizza, want to slap that person's face and that pizza <laughs> out of their hand. Mm. You're not. You're the pineapple. No, nah, I'm all right with pineapple. But nah, I'm not that pretentious. Nah. So that's... <laughs> nah. <laughs> no pineapple. Start talking about your Papua New Guinea pineapple, you pretentious <laughs> man. Oh, that's great. Well, look, you survived, mate. Fast five over. Yeah, that's good. It wasn't that yeah. fast, but it was great. Fast five. Now let's get serious, everybody. So, yes. Derek. Yep. Most people listening would know who you are because... And if you don't... Yeah. Go back to episode one, season one. Uh, if you've and, just and got find here, out a bit. Yeah, this exactly. This is your first episode. Welcome. Yeah, number welcome. one. Welcome. welcome. But go back to episode one because Derek's on it and it's yes. it's so good. It's actually, to be honest, lots of what he said on there has shaped lots of what our team has done and particularly Absolutely. this podcast yep. has shaped a lot of the conversations we've had. So you go back and listen to it. Yeah. You're like an oh. honorary member of our team almost because <laughs> you'd almost set this vision in there. Like anyway, so so we're unpacking this excellence and authenticity, right? Yeah. We're unpacking that at the moment. We've gone through uh, creator community. We've had some excellent guests talking about that. Now today mm-hmm. we're going to dive into the craft element of excellence and authenticity, right? Yeah. Yep. Now, I personally, it's a bit, it's not, cringy is the wrong word. I find this a really hard topic to talk about, to be completely yeah. honest, uh, because I think it is really hard to bring up excellence in a kingdom setting sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think it can be, you just looked at me funny, so I'm ready for you to fire <laughs> up. But I, I just, you know, I just think it can be... I think well, I think it might not have been shown great all the time. Maybe that's the issue. It hasn't been modelled well. But let let's unpack what this means. And I'd love yeah. I'd love to kind of unpack the practicality of what that means as well. But mm. really, I don't know where to start. I just kind of want to start and let's go. <laughs> um. Well, okay. Yeah. So my first thought is that I do think it's hard to bring up in a in a church context because most people measure uh particularly outside or unchurched people measure craft first so that's that that's the point of of qualification so uh when i was a muso when i was doing it for a living the qualification for me to be in a band go to a session do the gig was my ability to play Mm -hmm. and so you're judged first of all by uh what you do you know it's what you contribute and how well you do it Mm. and that also can to an extent determine whether you continue with that gig or or get that job again in a church setting um i find that that's a hard thing to uh talk about because you everyone's got the the world mentality of of judging people by their ability and by their craft but Mm. you know that that's not actually what you're meant to be doing Mm -hmm. but then the topic of are they going to then provide the minimum do people or should people have the minimum qualification to be on the band uh, what is that? Yeah. And how do you kind of communicate that in a way that doesn't undermine the person as a as a person, their yeah. value? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, I have a thought on that. Uh, and and I think I can't remember what I talked about on too much on, <laughs> on the 
first podcast, but essentially I think that it has to be contextual. Your craft, what you do, your ability to provide a service is contextual to the other two relationships, God first, uh, so having a heart for, for Christ and community, serving and loving others. And then it's expressed through craft. Mm. So the craft doesn't define who you are. Jesus does. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't do the craft to elevate yourself or promote yourself. You love others. Mm. Uh, but then what can you do? Well, I can put my hand to this instrument, for example. Yeah. Could be could be anything. Could be handshaking. Could be speaking. Could be encouraging, praying for. Mm. Those are the expressions too that you can exercise in order to show your love for Christ uh, and show love for others. Mm. So... Contextually, um, I think crafts is an expression of, it's not the thing that yeah. we're measured by. It's not the thing that uh, qualifies us. Uh, it's not, you know, and there, like I said, there has to be an entry level for, I guess, if we're talking about music, musicians to come in onto a band. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't, oh, I know that it has, but you don't throw someone in the deep end and say, hey, we're going to be doing this song and all they know is two chords on a guitar. Uh, but then... I still think there's a place for that, but in a in a yeah. smart way. But mm. if you want to unpack that, I think there's a way of doing it. Um, so, no. And the other thing, though, I have a, a bit of a, an issue with the word excellence. I know mm. I used it when we were praying earlier. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but excellence um, is a, a subjective term. Mm-hmm. Who determines that? Yep. Mm. When you say we want everything to be excellent... Does that, uh, is that excellent imposed by the leader? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then what is their version of excellence? Yep. Or when I say I want to be excellent, people don't and never really achieve their level of, you know, excellence. Right. Their, their perception of what they do and what they could be doing is only like, in a sense, a very short uh, distance away from what they're capable of doing, if that makes sense. So yeah, yeah, yeah. as a musician, uh, I haven't quite got down all the chops that I want to play and perform for a particular song. But if I practice another couple of weeks, I can then put physically uh, to my instrument what I'm picturing or mentally want to achieve. You're only, uh, you know, about 80% away from what you think excellent is. Mm. Or, or some people are more than that. But mm. the idea of uh, excellence is isn't isn't measurable i don't think yeah it's always something that you can't do excellent is something that you yourself feel that you haven't yet achieved Hmm. so i think the better term is uh growth if you have the idea the uh, intention to continue to learn and then to continue to grow that is a more measurable uh thing that you can work towards and it also showcases the heart and also uh, I think really sets people on on a trajectory to their love for Christ. It really shows showcases that, and 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 particularly if you have a heart, a humble heart, of wanting to learn and grow, you ask God, God, what do I need to do to to grow? What do I need to to do to improve? To mm. to showcase uh, and express my love for you. Yeah, and then it's putting the uh, uh, I think next the the words and the hands to uh, loving people, and then to your expression of worship. Mm. I so love asking God for places to go. That's yeah. so cool. Just to interject. Sorry, I think I cut you off. No, there, no, that's, that's no, no, you didn't. <laughs> I think I ran out. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so um, good. That just stood out yeah. to me so much. Yeah. But yeah, excellent. To be honest, it's a word that I, I'm not comfortable with. Yeah. Mm. Because, you know, when I hear someone say they want me to play excellent, you know, I, I 
I question that straight away. Yeah. Mm. You know, what does that mean? Whose is it? What level do you want? Yeah. yeah. I want right. to be yeah. the best version for sure. Yep. Yeah. But I want to, I don't want to stay where I'm at. I want to continue to grow and learn. Yeah. Yep. I couldn't agree more. And I think, yeah, I, I, I think you did mention that in the last podcast as well. And I, that really has just stood out to me over what was two years ago, a year ago. Yeah. I can't even remember when it was, but it's just, it is deeply ingrained in me because you basically put words to what I was thinking with that. Because mm-hmm. you're right, excellence to me seems to have a ceiling yeah. in some respect, right? Like it's like, well, if you're asking for excellence and someone performs to what is deemed excellent, does that mean they're done? Like that, hmm. that's you, you've hit the mark. So you just keep going like gr- growth. You never, you never stopped. You're never yearning to get better at what you're doing. Right? That's right. It's an elastic thing too. So like some days you feel like you're not growing much, but it's always intent and heart. Mm. So it's always having that position of moving forward even when you feel like you're not growing forward Mm -hmm. uh i think intent really does still contribute to your overall ability to express uh love for god Mm. so uh, again that's like if i can extend this outside of music though the idea of of actually uh practicing and growing towards things that uh and, and i don't mean to undermine what i'm about to say but growing towards things that make uh that that count and that is the way that you interact with others. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I remember one time I was, uh, I was watching an Adelaide band, Christian band, and I absolutely was in love with the bass players playing. He was <laughs> phenomenal. And he had, you know, Music Man 5. And I was like, yeah, that's the best instrument ever. And um, it's not, by the way. I just want to say my <laughs> Yamaha BBNE2 is. But I remember thinking, man, this guy is, is awesome. And then he stepped off the stage in a break and I just wanted to say, look, I, I encouraged him. I said, man, I loved your playing. I loved what you're doing. It was phenomenal. And he kind of shrugged me off and was like, yeah, you know, and, and, and sort of just sort of played down what he was doing, but played down me as well. Yeah. And then the second set, uh, I just, nothing he did impressed me anymore because of the heart and the intent yeah. of who he was yep. right. now became amplified through what he was doing. And I thought, man, okay, so the playing I learned something. I learned the, the playing is something I want to be able to to be excellent, if I can use that term now, uh, mm-hmm. and grow towards. But the thing that's going to impact people is the heart and the attitude, mm-hmm. because that's the thing that that leaves the the taste, the residue. Uh, yeah. If in a sense, their fingerprint, their mm-hmm. um, siage, if we can use the yes. uh, the small term siage. <laughs> siage. I believe that is correct. Siage is the cloud that. Uh, that surrounds people, their smell. And so when they leave the room, that sillage is what's left, the trace of what they smell mm. like in the room. I love sillage. Yeah, That's right. What, like oh, I didn't know that. There you mm. go. It, it's, a, it's a French word for uh, wake. You know, when a boat goes, the, the waves right. that they leave behind, that's the yeah, sillage. Yeah. But he left a sillage of, of a bad flavor. And I thought, mm. man, if I'm going to impact anything or impact people, it's my interaction with others mm. that is going to be impacting. But uh, being a musician of, uh, you know, playing in the world and, and, and doing uh, gigs and stuff, I knew that my impact was going to be greater if I treated people the way that Christ treats me. Right. So, uh, so I, I could get in. That was my qualification. But the thing that would be transformation would be the way that I would interact. Love God, love others, yeah. uh, you know, treat them as though they are the most incredible value. And the way yeah. that I do that is to also grow in my ability on my yeah. instrument. Yep. So I don't know. It's it's a 
it's a circle that keeps growing it keeps going mm. creator community craft it's always something that that determines how you interact mm. with others can can i ask like at the risk of being even i guess too practical <laughs> in some yeah, no, respect no, no, how do you do it yeah like like because there has to be like first i guess do we agree that there has to be some kind of level in your craft yeah to showcase is the wrong word but you know what i mean so say say you're you're at local church and you're wanting to play guitar oh let's actually let's remove music you're wanting <laughs> to do coffee on sunday morning yeah like you can't be the worst coffee maker in that place and be the coffee person right like what what do we do in that circumstance practically yeah uh i i agree i think i love researching i love trying to understand and and finding the the pinnacle of people's passion do mm. you know I mean so i like to to explore and find that if there's a way of doing something is there then a better way of doing it or experiencing it uh so cologne you know i could just do with soap and get out of the shower and live my day but i I want to sort of leave an impression, right? I want to have a CR. So I look mm. for those nuances, those those tiny little plus ones. Yeah. And if I was the coffee guy, and I, you know, I'd love to be better at it. I want to grow towards getting better at making coffee. But but I kind of look at how do I make this then the best experience that someone's going to mm. have? Uh, I know it's a personality thing, but yep. but it wouldn't... I mean, if you have the intent of wanting to glorify God in all that you do, hands, speech, then even craft is going to be something that you want to elevate so that it gives glory to god like mm. whether people realize it or not whether they're used to instant coffee and the coffee you deliver uh is the best coffee they're ever going to experience i want to make sure that the next time it's even better again yeah but it's the intent of why i'm doing it i want to i want to experience and and grow in everything that i do so that it absolutely showcases god's enjoyment of detail of taste of smell of experience and and that the ending impression isn't they get this this craft this coffee that they consume and forget about but they get an experience of someone who loves what they do mm. and want to find out more about what is it that makes mm. that person tick and present something in a way that is enjoyable mm. uh like like i was talking to shush about I'm on long service leave creating uh, big portraits of art and stuff and uh, I positioned myself where the light was really good in this creative arts center which is on the stairwell next to a big um, uh, what do you call those windows again that stained Arch. glass window stained yeah glass. stained glass window but I, I positioned myself there for two reasons the light is really good but it's also a thoroughfare for everyone that walks past mm. and so what I like to do is I like to uh, take my headphones off and as soon as someone starts uh, approaching me I start talking to them mm. you know this is uh, this is an opportunity to, to say hey how you doing to make someone's day better uh, I can talk about the art I can talk about what they're doing but the impression uh, I want them to experience the journey my love my passion for something that the work itself will only be a temporal thing mm. but the interaction with someone yeah. who loves mm. something is going to take a, a deeper sort of mm. uh, level. So where do you, so I didn't answer your question yet. No. <laughs> but the question is, uh, I think answered in in its its practice. Mm. It's it's a love for something. Yeah. Um, it's literally sitting down and having to work through something 
a multiple amount of times. And I have a theory on practice. I think I talked to you about it before, Dan, that practice isn't something where you just repeat and hope for better results. Uh, I think what happens is that compounds the problem. If you have a problem in your, say again, playing, uh, but you don't recognize that or you're not sure how to fix it, practicing it is just going to make that more of a habit. Mm. The mm. idea of yeah. practice yeah. is identifying what limits you and then mm. you practice that out. So you reform, re-structure like, uh, the way you do something. So then you do it slowly, you do it repetitively, yeah. and then you'll be able to improve and grow towards what you want to do. Mm. If I want to be an excellent coffee maker, I've got to practice in the way that's going to make good coffee. Yeah. Mm. I need to eliminate what doesn't mm. so that mm. I can continue to do that. Okay, I've got one. Sorry, Shush, I keep cutting in. Uh, it's okay, it's okay. I'll just, I'll take over the second half of the podcast. <laughs> sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. I've got no, one no, more no, thing no, no. and then I'll... <laughs> oh, now I've lost it. No, I haven't. Oh, sorry. Um, okay, so motivation. Yep. Oh, you're going to steal my point. Don't do this. It's okay. Oh, nah, no, I'm it. sorry, Shush, it. but it's because we're one and the same. Uh, <laughs> motivation in this space is probably one of the biggest issues i would say now I, I hope i'm not projecting here but that's that's what i've experienced yep. with other people do you think okay so practice is so key in getting better at your craft but do you think if we taught the other stuff better motivation would naturally come into that space so say you've got someone that's like i want to do coffee but i can't be bothered like practicing all the time but i, I want to be greater i just want to be great in a minute if you were to actually explain the broader creator community craft let's say yeah of what this do you think or in your experience have you noticed as a leader that that has motivated people to practice more or yeah. how i guess how do we motivate people is the question but yeah uh, yeah, actually, uh, I... Sorry, Shush, if that was your question. You definitely stole my question, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm glad it's been asked. I I do believe that um, the best way to motivate, inspire people to uh, to grow isn't to tell them to get better on their instrument or yeah. to make coffee better or whatever. That that That's, again, saying be excellent. Mm. What What's the, the subjective level of that? There is, you can't find it. Or the objective level is 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 uh is too obscure. I think that what is important is that if you preach Christ, teach Christ, and live your life as though he well he is the source of inspiration, mm. uh, then there's motivation to a goal. Christ is the goal, and then the expression of mm. that relationship through others, loving God as you you know with heart, soul, mind, and strength, and then loving others. The uh, expression of loving God through your interaction with others is the platform, you know, where you get to uh, express that. I think, uh, I think it's extremely important that if those two are uh, are really emphasised, then there's a reason for why and how mm. you yeah. you practice yeah. and how you want to grow and get better. For example, uh, I found years ago when uh, when I was looking after our our music teams that people leaving chords lying around uh bits and pieces trash you know things they didn't really look after the stage because they were not really directly in, it wasn't their gear you mm -hmm. know what i mean if it was the church's gear then someone else is bound to do it mm -hmm. and i thought well how do i get these guys to sort of take more ownership over what it is that they're using mm -hmm. and instead of just saying pack up your leads do this rock up on time that was another thing uh 
you know, all these sort of things that we, we encounter and have difficulty with our uh, music teams. I thought, what if I then start talking about how awesome Christ is, how he's mm. our motivation, our inspiration. Mm. How then do we express that with our interaction with others? Mm. I didn't even mention pack up your leads or rock up on time. <laughs> yeah. What happened is that the motivation to want to be, uh, you know, a, a worshiper in general uh, elevated their ability to see the mess, then to mm. uh, tidy it up yeah. uh, or then to rock up on time because they didn't want to uh, deny someone else that opportunity mm. to, uh, to be their best. So, so I indirectly, uh, indirectly kind of tidied up some of those management management mm. stuff yeah. by preaching how awesome it is to express love for yeah, Christ. Yeah, that's great. Um, and probably much more effectively than what it would have been if like, oh yeah, Derek's told me to go pack it up. Yeah, I'll go do it. You know, like that lasts for what, like three weeks and then they're well, over that, it. You yeah, know? That, that service, it lasts for that service. That's yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah so um, yeah, motivation. Christ is motivation. Mm. Uh, it, it's the way that... Uh, I think it should be taught the way that we uh, that communicate and people's desires just follow from there. Mm. Lovely. Bringing the gold, Derek, <laughs> again. Did I answer your question though? Yeah, 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 yeah. It did. Definitely. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, I'm not questioning that. No, that's I good. thought that was great. Thanks, man. And um, I think... Oh, sorry, Dan. No, you go. All right, I'll go. Um, I think... As I've been listening to what you've been saying, Derek, so much of this comes to intentionality and, mm. and you know, just really kind of focused and thinking it through, all these sorts of things, which I think takes time. And perhaps maybe this just stood out to me because I've come out of a couple of busy weeks slash months. Like, but these things take time, like to yeah. think it through, to reflect, to want to do better and then to practice as such takes time and we live mm. in a world that is so busy and is constantly trying to like use your time on other things that mm. that actually really struck stuck out to me that these things take time to do just even just to think about I want to be the best coffee maker I can and and how can I grow next time and where's the nuances and you're like that doesn't just happen like in two seconds that's a I've gone I'm driving home and I'm thinking about it. What could I do? You know, like, but I was just, yeah, that just really stood out to me. That detail takes time and it doesn't just happen like that, you know? Mm. Yeah, I agree. I, I actually call it the McJesus approach uh, <laughs> where you have a McDonald's <laughs> approach to, to trying to teach people. That is uh, people want their meal, their gospel, their uh, devotion instantly. Right? Mm. And they get angry or upset that the, it encroaches on their time. Mm. But uh, it's not a McJesus solution. It's a it's a slow-cooked uh, yeah. approach. And uh, it's relational. Yeah. Yeah. I always yeah. look at if I'm starting a new uh, team or if I'm working like from scratch, I'll look for a year. Right? So I, I start mm -hmm. and think this is going to take a year to get to the point where I can then start the actual work. Mm. So that's going through... Uh, I call it like clearing the land, you know, pulling the weeds, yeah. uh, not to say get out of here, person who can't <laughs> do this, but rather it's, it's trying to have people realize where they're best fitted. Yeah. Uh, mm. Also start laying down foundation, just like any house, you need to make sure that that's rock solid. Yeah. yeah. So it's all about Jesus. It's all about creator. It's all about community. And then I start emphasizing craft in year yeah. two, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. Grow it slowly. We're playing the long game, right? And yep. Yeah. How often do we just want the instant solution yeah. the, and the band-aid, the whatever it is, when actually 
we have to play the long game for these things, you know? Yeah. And, it, and it's the same with our craft. It's the same with our relationship with Jesus. Yeah. It doesn't like, it, it's the little bits every day, just slowly plodding along. And then you look back a year later and you go, oh, wow, look how far I've come. But yeah. like, you, it's it's a little bit every day. You don't notice it until like a, yeah. a longer period later. Well, it's the whole goal goal setting stuff, right? It's yeah. like the you break down the end goal to the most minimum thing that stretches you slightly mm. that you can achieve, and you do that first because growth isn't linear, right? Like it's that's right, yeah, right. right. It's fluid. It's yeah, fluid. It's yeah. I think uh, indicators are important though too. Like um, mm. when you're on stage, uh, and if you're a muser, you probably experience this when you make uh, a bung note, things don't go well, and then you get the angry scowl or the <laughs> oh, yeah. or the the little talking to afterwards. Um, that's the short game. That that yeah. I, I feel like yeah. if those those little things where you get uh, angry about the nuance, the mistakes, the this and the that, uh, I think then you're it's a flag, right, mm. to uh, a short term game. Whereas if you're going long term, you know those things can get ironed out over time. Mm. Uh, right. And also, again, it's the music and the performance and the craft and what you put on on the table are all important, but they're by themselves out of context. I think it's the relationship. Yeah. And then it's when people see when you crack, you make a mistake, uh, you deliver a product that's not you know subpar, whatever. But the relationship is there. Grace is is far more uh, yeah. flowing yeah. Yeah. in that. So I think yeah. I think it's important that uh, as a as a, a a creative, I guess, that the result, the product that you deliver, is uh, by itself out of context. It has mm. to be within that contextual. Christ is everything. Uh, love others. Relationship. Mm. Yep. Mm. And if somebody's listening, say they lead some sort of creative team, um, or I guess it extends beyond creativity, but we're a creative podcast, so we'll <laughs> limit it to that for the moment. Um, but say, yeah, they lead a creative team, whatever that may look like, and they want to, they're listening to this and be like, yes, I want to take this on board. And they want to have that long-term, that big vision in mind all the time. But I guess perhaps habits have developed where they're used to, the in the moment like reaction as such like yeah. i guess do you have any tips for keeping your eyes mm. on the long-term goal um and keeping that how do we keep our vision on the the bigger picture rather than the in the moment stuff um yeah no nah, that, that's good because everyone needs to feel that they're like successful that there's there's tick boxes where they uh they feel like they they're achieving something along the mm -hmm. way so i i always break down my long-term goal into chunks so mm -hmm. I can uh, every month uh, have some sort of okay by the end of this month I want to have this kind of thing in place um, it, it could be teaching it could be uh, a structure it could be someone giving a compliment uh, going back to the running thing mm -hmm. that I, I said it there's an old guy that uh, I run I was past never says hello <laughs> right my long-term goal for a year was that he was going to respond to because I say hello to everyone when I'm running uh, my long-term goal was that he would acknowledge and say hello back. <laughs> Absolutely. And it happened. It happened a yes. few weeks ago. Hey. But having a goal uh, and then seeing those small goals achieved along the way is really important. I mm. think, I mean, if you look at Jesus, Jesus had the long-term goal. He had the, the end game in mind. And he, uh, if you look at how he, you know, walked through the gospels, he basically beelined straight there, but allowed himself to be distracted. Not mm. so much that he would lose the end mm. goal and and deviate so to the point where it was all 
uh, you know, lost. He he kind of was fluid in the needs of the people, but not so much that he ever deviated from yeah. what he was there for. And I think mm. being fluid, having short-term goals, successes, define what success looks like. It's not playing well on a Sunday, mm. but it's it's like you know having someone uh, you know the interaction or praying for or seeing a healing or uh, learning something new or uh, you know seeing these little small steps that you you have to sort of write out and do yourself but but find out where those short-term goals are and, and mark them off as you go mm. uh, journaling is a great idea mm. like seeing uh yeah. what you've written and, and seeing the successes of of what you've been praying for yeah but uh short-term goals i have daily goals like every day i'll write down what needs to be done and then when i tick them off i feel like oh good oh it's the yeah. best feeling How in the world ticking off any, oh, yeah it's great love it. yeah <laughs> And then, so, but it, they're all contextual as well. I've got the things that I do today, the distractions uh, that happen during the day. But at the end of the day, I need to look and see that I've achieved those. But it's contextual to my long-term goal of what I want to achieve for, for example, this artwork by the end of January. Uh, so I don't get deviated from that, but I allow myself to get distracted and I have short-term goals along the way to mm. keep me mm. motivated. Mm. All right, so... How important, or how much importance do you place on modelling when it comes to this kind of stuff? Mm. Um, because there is now, I don't mean this in a negative way, but there's obvi- there's a lot of uh, I would say uh, m- maybe I'll use the term ignorance around some craft things, maybe like you, like. If you go to a place that has never gone to... I'm going to keep using coffee for a second. Yeah, it's good. You you go to a church. Let's yep. just use ch- Sunday church context right now. You go to a Sunday church where the pe- people that are doing coffee have never been to a cafe that has been, you know, established within the last 15 years maybe, you know, like... like <laughs> and are still doing instant, right? They yep. don't know that that good coffee's out there. Yep. Mm. Is that... A modelling issue, or what? What can we do in that circumstance? Well, um, to, uh, to be honest, there's there's people who were happy with whatever make do. Do you know what mm. I mean? There's people mm. who will accept and receive whatever kind of um, what that what they're given. Mm. Uh, but I I still think as a as a creative, and and not in the field of just music and and yeah. uh, things like that, but but someone who who is pursuing. The beauty and the wonder and the awe and the nuance and the details that that God has provided us to to create, then isn't it isn't it up to us then to perhaps mm. show them a way? Mm-hmm. And I do warn people. I say to them, you know, this this could bust your ignorance, <laughs> and it may spoil the things that you're used to. Mm. But I love that. I, I like the idea of actually presenting a better way, a better something. Mm. Yeah. Uh, not only does it elevate, you know, that that person, but I still think it's it's part of the glorifying God. I think yeah, if he's going to spend so much uh, you know, energy on creating nuances and details that we are, are yet to even discover, but but notice with you know, leaves and birds and bugs and all those beautiful things that he's created, I mean, surely, surely we then too should focus on those things, uh, yeah. attempt mm-hmm. to, to find the nuance of beauty in, in the things that we do. Uh, you know, I never never rest on it'll be good enough it'll yeah. do uh yeah. you know beige is 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 not okay yeah. mm. but modeling i think if you model for the sake of wanting to change someone 
uh, that's when you yeah. run into problems. Yep. Right. So, uh, yeah, great. My grandfather listened to a message many, many well, he was, when he was alive many years ago, and it impacted him so much. And the message in its summary was, "You love them, I'll change them." All right. So you love them, God mm. will change them. The best way to ha- to see change in someone isn't to try to change them, yeah, mm. but to but to love them. Yeah. Mm. And if I'm going to uh, to express my love for God, I want to love on them in the best way that I can. And that, that is not only with the things that I create, but the way that I interact, the way that I create it, the, the wanting to be you know, outdoing myself every time. I mean, I mean, I know this is a creative podcast, but these are simple things. I mean, anyone can just sit and learn yeah. an instrument. I, I also, any monkey can do that. <laughs> the, the things that, that impact people are the things that are accessible for everyone. Uh, patience, love, kindness, uh, grace, gratitude. These are the things that we can practice eliminating self uh, mm. in order to then communicate freely and beautifully the love of Christ, the glory of God. Those are the things that impact people. They're yeah. going to remember the, you know, that person encouraged me. That person prayed for me without prompts. Yeah. That person uh, loved on me. Uh, I enjoyed his coffee, but my goodness, I just felt yeah. like a better person yeah. because of the interaction. Yep. Yeah. Everyone has access to the fruits of the spirit or they're obviously yeah. they're fruits that, you know, everyone has the gifts of this, the spirit of some point. And also, I mean, I know this could go either way, but people are actually given uh, the ability and the gift at certain times as well in order to yeah. encourage yep. and yep. equip others. Yep. Yeah. Those, yeah. Th- this is where the, the things that we, I think, devote our time and attention to. Uh, in context, creator first. He's given me this ability. Let me love on someone, be thankful for, love on, be patient with, uh, grace for, and and let's practice those things. Mm. Yeah, great mm. impact. Uh. So I Ooh. think modeling, modeling in context, in yeah. context of loving God. Yeah, that's really good. Mm. That yeah. Hmm. Mm. Just sitting on that one for a moment, hey. I yeah, I I genuinely think you just wrapped it up in the best possible way. <laughs> it's like, so good. Yeah. And I I, th- I love the idea of um practicing our gifts that are not just musical or yes. creative gifts, I should say. You yeah. know, I think we talk about a craft a lot because that's the thing that probably unites yeah. us, but like let's practice let's practice our craft for sure growth is a goal let's uh continue to try and be the best we can but not just in our creative gifting in our spiritual giftings as well right because as you're saying Derek it's it's that saying of um they might not remember what you said but they'll remember how you made them feel like that type Mm. of idea right and it's it's so true we all have memories of how people made us feel whether that was for good or for bad Mm. um but may not ever remember what they said or what they did what they you know in terms of craft they may not remember the coffee right but they Mm. remember how you made them feel so good Mm. and it's and remember it's excellence and authenticity right and i think that that it it has to be an authentic expression of oh yeah like and we've harped on about it a lot even just in this season like yeah how important the authentic expression is to what God's done in your life and who he is, right? Yeah. That's 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 the thing that matters the most, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's got to be come from an authentic relationship with Jesus, right? Because mm. yeah. it's, a, it's an overflow. It's not yeah. a uh, just 
trying to show or trying to make it happen. It's yeah. an overflow of your relationship with Jesus that that's spills right. out, not something you have conjured or created yourself. Yep. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's like if you try to make it happen, you're again reinstating that idea of my excellence yeah. and that other mm. people need to uh, yeah. to reach that. Mm. But yeah, it's an overflow. I agree with that. Mm. Yeah, which is hand in hand with what you're saying around the modeling stuff around, mm. yeah, in the right context. Yeah. Yeah. And That's just great. on the like overflow thing of like you don't need to it's not something you create, right? It's not something you build to then give to others. It's an overflow. It's it's because God has already given. Like I just feel like yes. I need to say it again of um yeah. you don't need to build it because God is there and wanting to have relationship with you and just and, and love on you the invitation is there you just have to accept it you don't have to do anything you just have to accept it and and receive and then that's the overflow in fact like it's less work for you you don't have to build anything you just have to say yes to jesus and 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 be open to him him and what he does and then that's the overflow mm. i just felt like i needed to say that maybe maybe that's for somebody who's listening but i like yeah. that preach shush preach <laughs> Don't mind me over here. Um, I think I think the, that's it. Like I genuinely am like, what what else can we unpack here? I think you've wrapped it up really well. But um, don't let us let you go without. The, personally, Derek, I'm so thankful for your voice in my life, especially through all this create. There's just so much. I feel like you can just get lost in the weeds around all this creative stuff and mm. you're the voice that kind of, like I was saying earlier to you, like I feel like you put words to stuff that, thoughts that I have that I don't even know I have, right? Like, cool. and, and so I'm so thankful for that voice. But that only comes from the fact that you are authentic and you do mm. place God first. And so mm. I just want to honour you for the fact that Jesus actually is king of your life and mm. that is amazing and you can see that everywhere you go so cool. thanks for being a legend and talking to us today and giving us your wisdom because and just yeah. being great at everything but sport because <laughs> <laughs> i can hold that one thing over you even though i'm not great at and sport but <laughs> i want to echo what dan has said as well i um we have asked you a whole bunch of things today things about motivation things mm. about you know goals all sorts of things but in every conversation, every point, you referred it back to God. You put God first. Yeah. You used the example of Jesus, not just like, here's how you do it. It was like, well, let's look at Jesus. Like, well, how did he do it? He, you know, had a goal, but got distracted, you know, all those sorts of things. And I just want to honor you for the way you bring it back to the kingdom constantly. Um, we need people to always be bringing it back to God, always be bringing it back to the example of Jesus. Um, so I just want to call that out in you and say thank you uh, for doing that. It's been a blessing to us and I'm sure a blessing to others. Um, and a, I guess a challenge and a reminder for us as well of like when we're in discussion with people, let's use the example of Jesus as much as we yeah. can in mm. everything. We're like, okay, well, I don't know. Let's look at Jesus. What did Jesus do? Let's look at his example. Um, so yeah, thank you for that. And thank you for coming on this podcast again. Yeah. Anytime. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Hello, Seven Days listeners. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you like what we do uh, and you want to make sure you don't miss an episode, uh, what can you do, Shush? 
you can subscribe to our podcast, uh, which you can yes. find on whatever platform you're using. There'll be a little subscribe button. By clicking that, you'll be notified each time of when a new episode is out. So make sure you hit that button mm. so you don't miss uh, any episode. Uh, but you can also check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Worship Arts Salvos AU. Uh, you'll get updated there when a new episode comes out. Um, but also, we would really appreciate it if you share the podcast, whether you want to share yeah. it on social social media on your facebook insta what tiktok i don't know whatever you use uh we would love it if you would share the podcast um or just tell a friend text it to somebody be like hey check this out it's epic uh we would really appreciate it because we just i guess want to reach as many people as possible who would be interested and not for our sake not because we want to get a, a platform for our own sake just because we want to impact as many people as we can for the sake of God's glory. If this is going to be impactful for somebody in their faith, we want to get it to them. Um, So that's why we'd ask you to share it. Perfect. I couldn't have said that any better myself, Shush. Thanks.